Hello and welcome to another Modern Commerce Talk. I'm your host Jack Stratton from Insider Trends and I'm joined again by Tobias Bergström, a Commerce Advisor at Aventia. Um, Tobias, thanks again for joining me. And we are going to talk today um, kind of about strategy and um, a bit, we're, we're going to kind of launch off from what is a little bit of a buzzword, so we'll give, we'll give everyone a buzzword warning. Um, it's the A word, agility. Um, but specifically where I want to talk about agility, me and Tobias have been talking about this a little bit recently, um, is that if there's one thing that's become massively apparent during the pandemic, it's been that uh, there's so much value um, in brands, especially when it comes to e-commerce, being able to be agile and flexible, being able to change how they do retail, how they sell, uh, all aspects of their business digitally, how they can quickly move to, to suit what's happening around them, what's what's happening um, externally. The pandemic, of course, providing the perfect example of, of how important agility is. Um, so my question more specifically in relation to this, as someone I think who really understands the relationship between e-commerce platforms and the agility of an e-commerce business, B2B, B2C or otherwise. Um, what I'm interested in is I've seen so many brands pivoting and lots of these this pivot work comes up a lot. Brands who managed to pivot during the pandemic or or simply kind of become more flexible or change more quickly to suit their customers. Um, and, you know, I've shared lots of examples. and It's been really interesting. But what I'm interested in is what sits underneath that is, is obviously massively important. There's stuff going on behind the scenes in e-commerce that allows that agility to happen quickly. So, yeah, my, my question really is, what is the relationship between that agility and platforms. So what kind of platform do you need from an e-commerce point of view to support agility? Yeah, I think if you, if you, if you need business agility, and I think in this day and age, uh, most of us do, uh, you also need the technical agility, the platform agility. I mean, as you say, I think this has been put to the test uh, for a lot of, of um, omnichannel and e-commerce companies during the pandemic. I mean, uh, we've, we've seen a lot of companies uh, or, or retailers uh, push out their curbside collection, for instance. Uh, and in order to do that in, in very quickly, you need to have uh, an agile platform, uh, technology that can support that. And... Um, of course, this this world is full of, of um, platforms where, where the huge technical depths that uh, and integrations that uh, that are not easily fixed overnight. So I think for, for me, it, it's 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 about preparedness and the willingness also to to invest in being prepared for what you don't know yet. The pandemic is, is just an example. It's an extreme example, but I think we will see uh, this need for business agility uh, just uh, exponentially increasing as well. And it can be uh, you get new disruptive players onto your market or, or changing uh, customer requirements or whatever. But uh, we're pretty sure that uh, business flexibility, customer flexibility, it goes hand in hand with technical agility. And when... Um Looking specifically, something um, we've discussed as well before, and I've become more interested in. Looking specifically at the the tech stack involved in a in a particular mm -hmm. platform, um, there I'm hearing a lot at the moment about 
uh, stuff like headless architecture, microservices, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, technical, um, there's technical stuff, but equally, um, I've heard that stuff associated with, you know, being better at provided, providing agility. Um, and this idea of the tech stack being sort of decoupled, um, or the, sorry, the back end of, the, of the, the, the sort of the platform being decoupled from the front end so people can do different stuff that, that again helps with omnichannel. Um, can you, but I definitely get confused with some of that. So can you mm. explain that a little bit to me? What, what is the connection? Why does headless make stuff more easier for, for businesses to execute in a more agile way? You're not the only one who's confused about it. So I think uh, <laughs> most are actually, uh, and uh, just like with agility, there are some some terms there that are uh, being used extensively, and we're becoming kind of fed up with them, right? <laughs> but with with that said, I mean it, it's really simple. It, it's it's about decreasing the dependencies you've got, and I think that <laughs> that. Uh, that works uh, just as well in business life, e-commerce life, as it does in your personal life, if you want. I mean, without the, the dependencies or the connections, uh, you're, 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 you have more freedom. And the same thing goes here. Um, but that said, it's, it's not obvious for everyone that uh, they want to go, go headless and uh, an API-oriented architecture, because it carries I mean, that flexibility often comes with, with some sort of cost, uh, mm. be it uh, financial cost or, or workload or not having everything uh, served at the table from the start, right? So, um, but it, it is about decreasing the dependencies and thus um, being able to move forward faster, uh, being able to, not necessarily moving faster. So uh, I think it's uh, every... Every company involved in commerce needs to make this uh, analysis and assessment. What is what is the best thing for, for them? Is it the, the more traditional monolith, uh, one platforms uh, that, that rules it all? Or is it more of the, of the, um, uh, the uh, an agile architecture uh, that, that they want and need? Because there are pros and cons, like with everything in life. And as, as a strategist, when you are talking to your clients at the moment about this exact question because i'm sure some uh some retail businesses uh, some b2b businesses d2c whatever they're coming to you at the moment and they've heard they've read things like i have all of us have about oh you know so and so a competitor has gone for a completely new um mm. re-platform they got and they've gone headless or whatever but what kind of conversations are you having when they're approaching you because i think what you're saying is it isn't necessarily just do that because that's the new thing actually it's mm. It's the same principles as before. You need to, you know, understand some basic things. So, what questions are you kind of asking back when they're coming to you with these problems? I mean, often it's quite obvious what route to take uh, before before even discussing the topic, because it has a lot to do with with maturity, uh, willing but willingness to invest, uh, but also willingness and ability to to maintain. Uh, oh. I mean, to, to have free flexibility, being able to do whatever you want, no, no matter what channel, again, it comes with, uh, with a maintenance uh, and, and uh, cost and, and uh, headaches, uh, if, you don't, if not done, done properly. So I would say that in, in many cases still today, uh, headless is, is a cool buzzword, um, but, but perhaps not relevant for everyone. 
Um, but that said, all the all the so-called monolithic uh, platforms uh, are venturing into some kind of headless approach as well, uh, trying to mm. decouple uh, decouple things and, and decrease the dependencies uh, that could restrict you in the future. That's really interesting. So actually, part of the effect is that it is starting to change the approach of some of those legacy mm. platforms. Yeah which I guess yeah. is a good thing because maybe for some retailers uh, or some businesses, a hybrid approach is, is good. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. So and that's great. Yeah. So I think it's more of a societal trend. I mean, decoupling and, and um, I mean, I'm, I'm talking e-commerce in uh, commerce rather than, than <laughs> our private lives, but, 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 uh, I think divorces are actually on the decline. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> so, no, so I, I think not being restricted uh, in what you do in two years from now is always good, right? Uh, and yeah. it's, it's about uh, balancing the, the potential cost uh, for that. So, yeah, fantastic. And having, I think, having, um, yeah. No, sorry, Karen. Having all the opportunities there is, is great, um, but it's a balancing act. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's interesting just. Um, Hearing it from someone who advises, you know, who, whose job it really is to actually ask those initial questions before money is spent, you know, what, what which direction do we go? Um, I think it's just really useful for me to hear because sometimes, you know, you can imagine people being led astray by these exciting, you know, concepts, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and maybe believing that a certain approach is right because that big competitor has done it. Or, but, mm -hmm. and it, I don't know, it just reinforces for me that idea that you always have to go back into asking the questions of your own business yeah um, you know you've got to be more sometimes inward looking in that sense um yeah and i and i, I think probably if that was it yeah if, if there's one thing I, I i was interested in learning about headless it's that because honestly i hear it so much at the moment yeah. um you know i i, I can't i hadn't exactly worked out whether it's just that every every brand's website is now headless i don't know you know yeah but again um just to reiterate i mean i think Headless in itself doesn't matter, but the potential agility and, and uh, time to market you can get uh, is awesome, but it might come with a cost. So just do the maths, just do the, the equation uh, before you endeavor into, into anything. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tobias, as always. Um, that is always have, all we have time for um, on this particular Modern Commerce talk. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us, and we'll see you at another one again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.